Hey guys, it is October 5th. It is the second day of Comic-Con New York City. We're not there. <laughs> We're in the studio. Uh, but later I will be perusing the halls for a day for like a couple hours. Jealous. I'm jealous. Much to my chagrin. Because uh, every time it's like a work thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, so by the time you hear this, Comic-Con will be over. Um, but either way. It is October 5th, and with me today is uh, Makisha Brown. Hi. And I'm Lance John. This is episode 110 of the Pondering Nerdcast. Yes, we're over, I'm well over 100 episodes now. Season five, though. Yeah, season five um, sort of thing and whatnot. We had a bit of a rough start in the early of the year. So, but. So, does it mean like there's over 500 episodes of the Pondering Nerdcast? It probably is. Wow. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we try to do one per week, so it's like fifty something per year. So, okay, so that's like two, three hundred. About yeah. So we've been around for a while because we never, never actually numbered them when we first started. So we kind of changed up our uh, dynamic or whatever. So that's still a lot because longevity in podcasting is not it's not easy a thing for most people. Find. Yeah, like <clears throat> most people do like five years and then they're done. Um, which is fine, you know, if it's, it, I would say, if you're not making any money from it, or if it's just, so, I mean, if you put it this way, if you're in the unique situation I am in, where it doesn't really cost me anything to do the show, I don't really care if I make money or not, but the, the goal... Exactly, because you enjoy it. You yeah. enjoy the technology around it, you enjoy right, the production creation. around it. Yeah, so it's like... It's different. I'm I'm cool with either you know going either way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, I mean, there's been a lot of people who's come and gone from the show, um, which is fine. It's completely fine. You know, it's what it is. Some people came on to use it as a marketing vehicle for themselves, and other people, um, and they got work. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah. They got you know potential work. They got to go into places and stuff like that. So, um, which is cool. And I don't begrudge them of any of that. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I wish everybody luck, really, overall. Um, I know this sounds sad. It's like, oh, we're going to end the show. No. No, no, not at all. <laughs> we're just, you know, I mean. 40, I don't know. PNC's been around for some time, so. Yeah, we've had our ups and downs. We've had our highs, you know, and stuff like that. So, But we're here today. It is what it is. There's yeah. always something going on. So this episode Nerd is going to. Yeah, this episode is going to be mostly just. Uh, Tech talk because nobody else is here, and we're just going to talk about the tech stuff. Because we like tech, so yeah. good. <laughs> so it might be a short episode. Stuff I care about, stuff you care about. Yeah. And uh, so I, I guess, well, I can mention one. I'm not going to put it in, in the um, show notes or nothing like that, but uh, Surface Book Rental or Leasing or whatever, pretty much it's the same, uh, it's the same option as the xbox that we talked about i think a couple of weeks ago where you can you obviously do like a, a down payment um and then you uh what you call it um and you, you can have it to use yeah for like heart's content 30 months 18 months whichever however you i guess whatever price point you try to go in at 
paying for the Surface Book and stuff like that. So you can, you know, you can go to the low-end Surface Book, which is more like a tablet, like a really powerful tablet, to like a full-blown kind of like laptop experience sort of thing. Um, the Surface Hub is this really fancy-looking bunch of screens. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, sorry, Surface Studio. That's the one I would... This is what I would use. Wow. Um, that shit is huge. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole canvas sort of thing, fully touch screen. Uh, I think you can get it up to 28 inches and stuff like that. All the, you know, that's something I would use, but I can't take it anywhere. It's, yeah, it's, it's impractical. <laughs> yeah, so. But it's powerful enough, so. Right. But it, they're, you know, they're doing that whole thing and you can you can rent these things. I think their lowest price I saw was like 25 or 30, 30 bucks a month or something like that. So That's kind of amazing, right? Like having that kind of access to that kind of technology, which is something that, you may need for your profession or as a student, a designer, whatever, at your fingertips for thirty dollars a month. That's yeah, pretty yeah. That's they, pretty cool. They're really pushing even in their ads and stuff for that is very Apple like and everything like that. Like they're trying to target that young demographic. I was gonna say, like, do you think Apple would do something like that? Like a lease to own? <laughs> yeah, right? Can you imagine? I mean holy well, cow. I mean, you can, in a way, because they do have Apple credit, like store credit, you can apply oh, for. Oh, so through the store. Right. Yeah, you have to credit. go and then you apply for store credit and, you know, you it's, get it. it's notorious. It has a really high APR or like, you know, if you miss a payment and stuff like that, it really gets you. Um, it's And plus, it's, it's notoriously hard to get if your credit is really shitty. Um or if even if your credit is really good, but your name is attached to certain things, they're not even going to give it to you. They don't even give it to you. So it's a notoriously hard thing to get into. But they don't. Um, they don't. They do have an option. Yeah, but it's not. Way. It's not like this. It's not, not accessible. It's not like where it's like a cell phone plan sort of thing. You pay down and not like that. It's just kind of like the regular old store credit, you know. All right. But, you know, because, you know, high turnover rates. Uh, anyway, let's get into some Netflix talk. So this is your topic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it was really surprising. Um, <clears throat> so I was reading the BBC and there was this story that caught my eye. It's uh, the following. Netflix viewing eats up world's data. I was like, well, crap. <laughs> um, and also it makes sense because... Netflix, like, they're always making original content. Everybody's always talking about it. Some Netflix show, um, they're, like, they lose a lot of good stuff from their library, but then they're always adding more. So it's, like, it's just ever-expanding, the options. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like, people get around, um, like, region-specific stuff. Like, they'll just use a VPN or whatever. Um, does I it mean, work for Netflix? I don't know. Not really. Not really. It no. Really, it depends on the it VPN. It detects it. It, de it depends on a VPN. That's true because I tried mm. that. We tried it once with what was it? Air VPN. Right, and we were trying or to... or Tunnel Bear because we were trying. Well, I was trying to watch um, BBC some BBC show. Right? No, I was trying to watch a Star Trek, the new Star Trek because oh. I think at the time it was released, and we I had to we had to fly down for my father's funeral. Right, um, but we were so, trying to see it right, in St. Vincent. Right. And the the um 
the the uh net the network wasn't really that great so yeah. <laughs> we didn't really get to stream anything ahead of time yeah but if you if you don't know as of now i know there's a second show that has that same deal um which is coming from dc it's called titans the live action titan show um where if you live abroad you can watch the show binge it the whole thing um well no i think yeah it's weekly just like um, it's the same deal Star Trek got where it's like in America, you you have to get a different service to watch the show. And then worldwide, you just get Netflix, but you get it weekly um, like everybody else. So you don't really get ahead of time. So you can't binge the whole thing in one day. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, so there's as it's a way for them to prevent spoilers and stuff like that. And, you know, stuff, like you know, so it's like, OK, so I was like, OK, that's pretty cool. Um so either way, I mean, there's going to be a lot of traffic because eventually the whole world will have access to yeah this great stuff. So people are going to be streaming it a lot. So yeah, 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 yeah. But then, like in the article, it's like it's like 15 percent of global net traffic, dude. 15 percent. I mean, it's 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 a juggernaut. Damn. It's a yeah, it juggernaut. Is. Netflix alone. Then there's Hulu and like Amazon Prime and all these other streaming services. YouTube is um in the article it's like around 11 12% I think. Wow, really? 13%. Uh, yeah, let's I um, thought that would be Let's look. Uh YouTube 11.4% of huh. yeah. Amazing. Streaming um net traffic. So, who has a bigger cut? <laughs> I'm I'm curious. That's <laughs> a good point. Who has a not specifically just video streaming, but like who has a bigger cut? Right. Like, who 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 around the world is like using what Facebook mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah, because uh, in the article it, it says video accounts for fifty eight fifty eight percent of total volume of downstream traffic. So, yeah, where's the majority of that coming from? Gaming is included. Social media. Yeah. So that's interesting. Okay, but yeah, it's mm. a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, yeah. People are watching a lot of stuff. That is something to, because I I was debating, not debating, but I was like, people were like getting upset. It's like, oh, I gotta get another uh, uh, service to watch the show and yada yada. I'm like, well, they're doing the same thing that cable did. Cable did, yeah. So you're not really saving any money. It's no change. The only thing is like you don't have any contracts, so you can just log in, log out, and it's a pretty low price. Um, So. The part of that is like you kind of have to like pick and choose what you want, where you, where you can get it, and stuff like that. And I'm sure if you go to certain websites, you will find it anyway. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. Um, and anyone, I think, I think it it, it behooves them, <laughs> behooves them to anybody who's going to try to take on Netflix as a streaming entity is a bit of a fool right now. Unless you are so niche, yeah, that you have to be, y- you know. But even then, that has no legs. It, yeah, it, it, you you can you will plateau, yeah, because you don't you're not in you're not introducing anything new. Um, it's just a niche. The user yeah. interface has to be on point. Yeah. Um, available has everywhere. To be, like <laughs> intuitive. Yeah, yeah. No lag time. Which none of them are no doing. No sign up bullshit. Like HBO like, Go still sucks. Um, all the movie channel like apps, they all suck because they have to- they have a hard time keeping you logged in. They don't um, cast properly because we have Chromecast in, in our home, so True. it's like 
that doesn't work well. It has to be castable. You know, that's like that's how we set up. And it's like it doesn't work well for a lot. Like I, I have the DCU app. And when I first downloaded it, you were able to cast. And then I updated it. it the cast got removed. And, you know, I hit up their development team. I was like, hey, is there going to be? And then they had another update and it still didn't didn't put it back. There is no way to cast it anymore unless you have an Apple TV. Because if you have an Apple TV, then you're good to go. And I don't even know if if the app is even available on my cell phone. I don't think it is, but I'm I don't know. I haven't actually looked. That must have been intentional for them to It was very that. weird. It's very very strange. It's yeah. like and there's the whole thing of that nature. Plus I would say if if I had my own streaming service and I know my like an upstart streaming service is not going to reach worldwide um is it just not going to reach the world? It just isn't because you don't you don't have those deals, you don't have the partnership, you don't have the money, and you know you may have the fans, but you don't have worldwide appeal, and that can be very very difficult because you have to make certain you know concessions to even be in certain countries. So it Netflix makes sense. Earned their way to the fifteen percent yeah, global net do. traffic because they yeah. went through a lot. And it makes sense to, for, for a company to put their show on Netflix International because you get to reach way more people than you normally would in America. You know, and I think that a lot of entertainment, American entertainment companies are starting to slowly realize that, you know, the American dollars and the American eyeballs is not where it's at. It isn't. It hasn't been for a long time, specifically when Marvel started releasing their movies first overseas and then it came to America. Obviously, it's showing a shift in because nobody has been paying attention to that. It's like that's where the money is. Overseas. It's overseas because you, you a new Captain America movie comes out. It comes out over there first. A new Iron Man movie comes. It comes out over there first. Go figure, Captain uh, America, mm-hmm. Transformers, things that are in like intrinsically just an, a, such American brand and everything like that. It's coming out worldwide, and a lot of a lot of studios fight tooth, tooth and nail. A lot of companies, uh, especially entertainment companies, they want to get into China because it's such, a lot of it, people. It's a lot of people there, <laughs> so it's like to them, it's like the potential dollars yeah. versus what that you, makes sense, you know, and um, and that's why most. Movies are being re- remade and put out again and re-released or whatever, and they keep putting out part two, part three, whatever, because they're not concerned with the American dollar anymore. They will show you domestic grosses, but it doesn't matter when you're making a billion dollars a movie. <laughs> and it not, could be shit and everything. It could be completely shit, right? There's a Bumblebee movie coming out. <laughs> and I love Bumblebee, the character, but... A whole movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> just you know, I didn't even know that until you mentioned it just now. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. The old school Bumblebee as well, not like the new one. Okay. Not the new like the I'm re a, rebranding. I'm a hot rod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that one. Uh so so like, I should mention this um, Netflix article, right? It made me think of the development of the internet in the first place, right? ARPANET. Mm. And um, their team, this amazing team that made this amazing, amazing, I don't know what to call it, service. Um, ne- okay, so it's its so much more than a network, right? Now, I think the UN considered it a human right. What? Um, having access to the internet, right? There was something like that. Really? I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Google it, guys, so yeah. I'm not going to talk out of my ass. But like... 
if I am indeed right, which I think I am, um, that the internet is a human right, um, if that's the case, like to see something like Netflix taking up 15% of the global net traffic, like what would they have thought, you know? Or like what's going on with net neutrality? The fact that net neutrality has to be outlined in the first place just to have it challenged for years and then taken away and stuff like what would the ARPANET team have thought about? Hmm. Like if they foresaw this kind of usage and potential for the internet. You know what I mean? Mm. I wonder about that. I'm getting all philosophical and shit. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure they probably Damn it, Netflix, you're making me think. <laughs> I'm sure they, they predicted a few things over time, but Yeah. Who knows? It's uh we don't really know. Like once the world gets more and more connected, it, it gets a lot smaller as well. Plus, you get to run into a lot of, there's a lot of bad, there's a lot of good. Potentially, there will be something that actually stitched humanity together in a different way. But Which was ultimately, it must have been their, the goal they had. In oh, mind. yeah, it's connected. I mean, I'm sure besides the military. Of the, of, <laughs> a lot of bad stuff, too. Well, yeah. The, I mean, that was yeah, the first use that, of it. That's what right. it was for, yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, and it, it you know, uh, you and I, a lot of people who are probably listening to this, you know, or anybody else is like, we, um, it's, I, I would say the world has gotten smaller because of what people chose to, the silos that they chose to be in. And not so much of like actually open themselves up. There are more dangers on the internet now than they were before. And, you know, and it's only going to increase on on many different levels. Um, Mm -hmm. And the more people who sign on who are, you know, not so tech savvy. uh, Well, they can. That's like a catch all phrase. You're not tech savvy, so you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's it's not I wouldn't I'm not going to say that. I'll just say like because being tech savvy literally can mean anything. (laughs) It's like. Um, I don't consider navigating There's a lot of tech. Yeah, I don't consider navigating social media well tech savvy. I will consider it like you depending on what you consider well, like are you a marketer? Then you are a marketer. That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? You know how to manipulate people to click on shit, you know? Whether or not you are tech savvy about it, I doubt that because you're just putting words out in pictures or whatever and you're good to go. Um you know whether or not you know how to build all that stuff from scratch, then you'll see. Because you know, if anyone were to run any sort of company online or whatever the case may be, it takes a time and it takes a while, and you have to try to build a team around you to actually get that done well quickly. If you can't do it, then you'll be on your own, and it will take a long time for you to do anything because you have to research all this stuff, make sure it's good to go, you don't get blocked, yada yada. You know, it's just like it's. Just part of the community now, online community overall, mm. you know. In Wikipedia, it says uh, in December of 2003, the World Summit on the Information Society was convened under the auspice of the United Nations. And it says the right to Internet access, also known as the right to broadband or freedom to connect, is the view that all people must be able to access the Internet in order to exercise and enjoy their rights to freedom of expression and opinion and other fundamental human rights. Okay. So yeah, it's considered a human right. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, good. Good on you, UN. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I I think so. Like, it helps a nation to be stronger. Like, you have access to communication, and like information stuff. Most your, most your foreign people. Most for I, I would I would even say to some degree most governments, including ours, they they're not happy about that mm. because it does breed a, a whole new host of new ideas. Um, where you will be get no ideas now. Nah. Yeah, like it, you will be exposed to a lot of different things that you may not agree with, or you may and or like in my case, a lot of my friends on Facebook they get easily fooled by misinformation. Um, because I've always said, I think I've said this before on the show, when it fans your bias, you will go with it. Like it's something that you're already biased against, you will go with it. Like it's like it makes sense to you. It's like, well, I don't like. I, I usually get the pork analogy. <laughs> oh wow, what's that? Well, you know, the pork analogy. The whole thing about like you know, pork is no good. Yada yada, you shouldn't eat it. It's the devil's food. Oh, yada, yes. yada it's yada, dirty. Yada, it's dirty. Yada yada and stuff like that. Right. And no one actually goes and do any research on it. They just they just talk about what. And usually, some of these people are religious, so they go along with that. So they don't really question their faith in yeah. any way. They don't question the information being fed to them. They're just like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and even me saying that, oh, you don't question stuff, they'll feel offended by that as well. It's like, I was like, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying have a critical mind about what you're talking about. Not everything that's being taught to you through your, your um, education or your Bible or anybody else that's around you is always correct. There's always there's room for error because it's coming from another human. And it's like, and there, therein lies the issue, you know. So it's even the stuff I'm saying might one day be disproven. Who knows? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I know for like where the facts are laid right now, as it is laid out, some things are true and some things are not true, and some things can be both true and untrue at the same time. <laughs> and your information isn't based on hearsay. No. It's, and you just like stopped right, right. there. It's like experience, it books, that. stuff. It's like you know, and also having the decency to my fellow, I guess, humans that see me post stuff or whatever the case may be. People who are following me, who talk to me, and stuff like that, know that I'm not going to post something. Um, I may maybe once in a while I might post something that might be untrue and I would be like, oh, OK, that's that's definitely untrue. And I'll you know, I won't take it down because I'm not ashamed. It's like, well, I was wrong and move on my life. It's no big deal. It's like, you know, uh, but some people, they just kind of ground their heels in. And it's like whatever. <laughs> but say all this about the online community. And yeah, that's, it is. those are the things that you have to deal with sometimes. Next topic, um, air travel without your passport leaving your pocket. So, is this like a key fob sort of thing? <laughs> <laughs> How does this work exactly? So, you are the passport. Literally. <laughs> Literally. According to this article. It seems like some people already started. Obviously, I'm sure America will be the last to adopt this. Oh, God. Because, you know... Laziness, yeah, and slow to move for infrastructure of any kind. Um, yeah, why do they need facial recognition technology when they can just go by your name? Uh, how ethnic it sounds. Yeah, you know, 
<laughs> I mean, really. Now, that's something potential we should talk about with this article about that. Mm-hmm. The potential for mismatching and even even better at racial t- uh, racial uh, profiling. Yeah. Uh, well, there are studies that show that um, people who are developing um, AI and like other technologies like this, they're incorporating the biases that they already have. Well, we should talk about the technology because we didn't actually mention what it is. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so yeah, go ahead, Mickey. You. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so from uh, what I gathered from the article, it's primarily talking about facial recognition technology. So um, just scanning one's face in different ways for different purposes, depending on the company, the airport, for example, like um, British Airways, uh, mm. they were already using facial recognition technology and um, Dubai, they have a plan where they're going to have like these aquarium like um, vessels that you walk through and then the, the fish that's swimming by as you walk um, they're going to be taking your face and um, recording that, right? So it's like fish, but it's their cameras and robotic fish. It's just all really freaky. <laughs> very futuristic. This is happening, people. Yeah, very futuristic. So when we say that you are the passport, we mean your face. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, facial recognition technology is nothing new. Um, I think it's been perfected over time. I think right now in China, there's the whole like social system they got going on. So and they use a heavy, they're heavy on the facial recognition. Their police officers actually walk around with glasses that can read your face um, and tell them who you are, how bad or good you've been as a citizen and stuff like that. So it's there. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, based on what people are saying, like in Singapore, I, I would be more interested in seeing how it works in Singapore than it does in Dubai. Even though Dubai is it's predominantly a brown nation, Singapore has a lot of people who goes in and out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. So it's like, you know, to you catch do have a faces. Yeah, married wow. of like different people going back and forth and whatnot. I mean, it's it's robotic, you know, so. Yeah, it's so. Definitely. But, well, I don't know. Is it is are robotics like as fast as a human eye when it comes to capturing? Uh I don't know. When it comes to facial recognition, uh, it, it, I would I would this is my assumption. Yeah. I would assume that these developers are probably going to put in key things because they say that everybody's face is different. Even like a twin, if you have like fraternal twins and stuff like that, well, not frater- like identical twins. Yeah. There's something different about one of them. There's something unique to them. They, it's like they're like they're not exactly identical. There's something off about one or the other that makes them unique. So it's like a fingerprint in many ways. Mm. So I can see them either going off of what experts have said and try to put that in there to make the technology a lot more snappier mm. to kind of like identify your nose or maybe that scar in your face or whatever the case may be. Um, whether or not they can be, you know, faked cheated uh that's up to debate true i'm, I'm sure it can be just um, drawing a mole yeah like i'm sure you can throw it off in yeah. some way like you know um like can it tell if, if when you're aging like if you're a frequent flyer and you've been doing this for years and you're gonna age you you probably lose weight gain weight um 
there's something there's something say constant about your face when you're you know when you get older or not or whatever the case may be like can't attract that sort of thing plastic surgery yeah botox all kinds of or things that accident, lots of people do you had an accident or disfigurement of some sort you know there's like all these different things you have yeah. to like account for uh so i i don't know and this article doesn't really say that does it no no it just talks about um what some countries are doing now or what they're thinking of doing or like try trying mm. to do so but yeah I, I i what um what made me think about uh well this article made me think about security in schools right or like mental institutions where young people or people who are not able to keep track of themselves and where they are are not fully aware of locations and like finding their way back to safe space or a safe place or whatever it could benefit them How? because well because like you mean somebody to go find them because I don't well, yeah it'll, it'll keep track of them so like okay. for example um in the article it says in Singapore's Changi Airport, C-H-A-N-G-I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it says that um, it's using facial recognition to alert people when they missed their their um, the boarding call. Oh, okay. Right. So you do like a overhead announcement. Exactly. So like that could happen with kids, right? Like if there's a kid who's missing from, if there's a kid who's missing from um, their class. There could be an alert uh, or like um, a mentally ill person from mm. like a home or some of some sort could okay. be used for those purposes. And I'll be OK with that as a parent or or if um, there was someone mentally ill in my life that I wanted to keep safe and have them be safe and wherever they were, there mm. were. Um, yeah, I'd want that to happen. I'd, I'd want there to be stuff in place like that. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I could see that for, you know, keep track of people who are considered at risk and stuff like that. Um, and I guess an airport is probably the best place to start this off with because uh, I, I can see a lot of people being really upset about this being in other institutions overall. Oh, okay. Um, or, or, or even just out in public, you know. Like a lot of people today have... Uh, Privacy concerns? Yeah, but it's like privacy of your face <laughs> so you know at some point in the future all these airports may have this technology so it's like well if you ever been around the airport worked in one or even gone through one you are now on the grid in some way in some way form or fashion so it's kind of hard to like figure out whether or not that's a good idea or not I, I don't know I, I'm sure there'll be all kinds of like it's probably some holes there that we're not seeing like you know i'm not trying to play devil's advocate or anything like that just like i just know how you know we all know humans they're full of shit and they just yeah they're gonna find some way to say something or the other or whatever the case may be but what but, was that cbs show that you used to watch cbs something uh, notice uh, oh persons persons person of, of interest, interest which person. they use facial recognition yeah big time <laughs> to track down bad guys and stuff like that so there is that whole thing and because i'm sure people are gonna be like well well this is data go like is it secure um which kind of leads into my next to our next topic 
uh, deep fakes. Oh, I see. I saw what you did there. Yeah. Okay. Transition. Woo. So deep fakes are um, more or less uh, is taking a woman's face, specifically this is targeted towards women, and they're putting their bo- their heads or their faces and mapping them over a porn star. Um, I body. can't believe what I'm seeing right now now i should say that this has kind of been something people talked about for many many years where uh there are porn stars who kind of look like a celebrity or whatever the case may be and yada yada and they're you know they're usually a celebrity but in many many ways this is like revenge porn you know um but not not really because it's like it's like saying, "Oh, I have Angelina Jolie's sex tape or Anna Paquin's sex tape. Look, she's doing yada yada." It's not her body in any way, shape, or form, but it looks really like from the pictures that we're seeing here. It looks like I mean, this one is there's something wrong here. There's a little glitch going on. <laughs> um, but in other ones, it really does look like them. Look like them, and stuff like, like Emma that. Watson. Right, the wow. Emma Watson one is kind of crazy. Uh, you know, they're not really a new. They're not new, but it, it's it's gotten better. Um, so it's like now it's because before it was kind of like you can tell it was fake because the person head would kind of move, but the face won't move, <laughs> or something. Right, or they're just like they will be expressionless. It's nothing. So now with AI and with the new, you know, how AI try to predict people the way they talk, move, smile, whatever. And given that a lot of celebrity women uh, have very visual, it's very easy to pick up all of that. You know, all you have to do is just run the program like, okay, pay attention to this face, copy all this stuff and like put it into whatever. Um, Well, according to this, apparently it's like uh, it's been really it's been made, made real easy through some sort of app. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, which is crazy. The app is literally called Fake App. Fake App, or uh, what do you say? Or on affordable consumer grade equipment, which is uh, which, which is partly why earlier this year the web was fooled with the pornographic films of high profile female celebrities. So, wait, really? That was a thing. This I've never heard of this. Um, AI creates fake celebrity porn of for for redditors to fap to. Interesting. Uh-huh. I've never heard of this. Who's this supposed to be? Holy cow! That's Gal Gadot. Really? Or Gadot? Gadot. Look at her face. Holy shit! Right? Wow! Oh my god! That's <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, and the technology is only gonna get better. The accuracy. Yeah, the smile and everything like that. Uh, so far, it seems to only be, uh, yeah, it's like I said, just celebrities and stuff like that. Just from that little clip, that's kind of crazy. But there is a there is a um, one woman that's fighting back with this sort of thing. She did, a, I believe, a TED Talk, um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, TEDx sort of thing. I think you should take a listen to it. It's like about 12 minutes long. Um, but pretty much... The way she's fighting back is because, like I said, deep fakes are like a, a form of revenge porn. Um, usually revenge porns are in, in the form of someone that you know and someone you've been with. And then you put out like a sex tape of them doing whatever the case may be. And so her her job is pretty much 
I guess, debunking deep fakes and stuff like that uh, are also bringing awareness to the issue. And I, I had no idea that there was a bunch of stuff earlier this year <laughs> at all. This is news to me. But um, but like I said, it's not a, it's not a new technology. It's just gotten a lot better. So, um, so apparently, deep face started disappearing from something called Jifcat. <laughs> yeah, is that Jifcat, right? Yeah. Apparently, some sort of platform that where you can upload a bunch of deep fakes and yada yada. Um, and apparently, this is the project run. I don't know this lady's name. Like I said, we'll share you share the, the article and you can click on it and read it and watch the video and everything like that. But the important thing is Project um, Angora. Yes, uh, Angora is uh, AI-assisted solution which combats fake pornog- um, pornographic content. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, uh, my bad. Uh, it's Jiffy Cat. Jiffy Cat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it just it's spelled weird, guys. It just. I don't know. I guess GFY GFY CAT. Sure, why not? <laughs> but yeah, so Jiffy Cat has been uh, apparently this is a platform they can upload stuff to these all these deep fake stuff and um, Project uh, Angora is the one that's like AI assisted solution with uh, which combats fake pornographic content by searching the web for higher resolution versions of GIFs. People were trying to upload. Um, upload of the deep fakes. So it doesn't seem like it's full on a bunch of videos. It's, it's just a bunch of GIFs um, so far, which we all know GIFs goes a long way today anyway. So I've seen really long GIFs of like entire scenes of like shows and movies. And it's like, you know, because people are, are under the impression that you can only, a GIF is, is very short. You can't really do much. It's like, no, you can, you can run. It just, the resolution would be shitty and terrible, but. Um, the fact that it's like it exists, it's kind of like kind of scary. Um, although they do warn that you can't solely rely on this technology, um, you have to have some sort of human thing going on there because it just it's just part of the. It's kind of like it's it, it can't take care of all the problems of this sort of thing. So you have to be. This this goes back to what I was saying earlier in the episode. It's like. Be careful of your source of this information and find out where everything is going and see how that works for you. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's literally trying to trick you. Right. And and are and are like making they're making software and all this stuff and like oh, <laughs> they're using these tools to trick you. Right. And, and what you see online. And the crazy part is like, you know, uh, a bunch of companies have already like you know banned this sort of thing, like Reddit, Twitter, Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub has banned deep fakes because this is a potential it's a litigation. For them. Yeah, it's yeah. a litigation disaster for them because you know if you have uh, somebody like oh this is the Beyonce deep fake fuck you know she got a lot of money she could come after them and it's like no this is not true yada yada whatever and you know. And it's 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 a deeply disturbing thing overall. So I'd say, ah, be careful out there, man. They're they're getting better. It's, Holy it's, cow, so accurate. Yeah, it's very very accurate. So we'll see. Yeah, because you never know who will be doing what, where, and when. Right. Uh, 
Last on our agenda here is Elon Musk uh, just insulted the SEC on Twitter after agreeing to pay millions in fines. Now, ah, oh, Musk. I don't know what his net too musky, Musk. <laughs> I don't know what his network is, but I think he had to pay like what twenty million or something like that, um, which is, I guess, for him, not much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you could just ask his buddy Jeff Bezos or something. I don't know. I don't know who his friends are. I'm I mean, just he kidding. keeps doing these antics, so it's hard to tell whether he cares or not. I don't think he cares. I don't think, I think Elon Musk is at the point where he's like, look, I am intelligent. To do these things, I need money. I need capital and stuff like that. I have to prove to a bunch of people, oh my God, this is so profitable, blah, 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 blah. And that's how I get money. And that's how capitalism works. The capitalism is does not care about the advancement of the human race in any way, shape, or form. They only care about lining their pockets so i if i ever like i've seen interviews with musk and stuff like that he's not a really good speaker this other thing he's very 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 nerdy <laughs> um about a lot of different things he talks about the future a lot and like nerding out on different processes when it comes to renewable energy sources and stuff like that so him dealing with these other things even like when i think earlier this year how he like, di- like disrespected some sort of um um I think some financier or something like that. That was like some sort of financial call he was on for the company. And he was like, hey, I get move along or something like that. Like, wow. Yeah. Cause That's it's like rude. I mean, is it though? I mean, here's his. No, so here, but like if they're boring or whatever, I don't know. You still got to be respectful. The thing is, um, <laughs> I get where he's coming from, given that I kind of run, run my own company, everything like that. I don't want to deal with certain parts of it because it literally is boring, uninteresting, and it's like, I don't care. It's like, can I do this or not? And that's just what I want to do. I'm only speaking from my own perspective, right? Um, But in some ways, because of the type of person I am, I have to deal with certain things and I will be a certain way. But that's just me. But I can I, I understand where he's coming from. I get it. And, you know, this whole thing about, like, how they hold these CEOs and, like, people at some high standard or whatever the case may be. It's like, no, they're just human. It's a regular dude. Like, no. you know, he just happens to be really intelligent. He wasn't and, playing the game, and now he's being punted. And exactly. That's what it is. And this is one of the dangers of taking your company public because now you have to adhere to these ethic clause and stuff like that. And you have a board of trustees or whatever to answer to. And they can have you remove from your your own company. Like, just imagine that. Something you build from the ground up. Um, Yeah, you use people's money to get there. And that's usually where you start to, in my opinion, that's where you start to fail as a company. It's the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of the end right there. Same thing happened to uh, Like, you might as well just sell your company then. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people do that. Like, they build something and they sell it. And they go off with 30 something million dollars live their life for like maybe a year and they get right back into working on something again but they don't have to because they're a millionaire so why would i do that you know what i'm saying but at the same time and that's what people are looking to do which is fine you know um but his tweet was uh just want uh just want to that (laughs) the short seller enrichment commission (laughs) <laughs> wow. 
Okay. Is doing incredible oh, work. Shit. And the name change is on point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so short. So short. Right. <laughs> like, I, I, and I would say, if you guys have been paying attention to the our nation's politics in the last couple of years, this, it kind of reminds me of something Trump would say if it, it doesn't work out in his favor, where it's like, they, they'll come up with like a nickname or something like that. So where they like, they more or less consider the agency a joke, you know? And honestly, I don't really hear the SEC make a lot of announcements. <laughs> nope. <laughs> or whatever the case may be. And it seems, I mean, this was kind of like an open and shut case for them. He did publicly say he wants to take the company private and that he has secured funding to do so and that is able to do so, which is like, it's a clear violation of, whatever laws i guess um again like trump very very trump like and stuff like that um except he's <laughs> monumentally smarter than trump um except when knowing how to deal with people um or tweets or, or having any tact or whatever the case may be but text or tweets or tact yeah <laughs> but you know i would still would like want to talk to him as an interview, like one on one, like what do you what what's going on? what's going on, dude? <laughs> it's like not even that. Like I don't even want to be his therapist. I just be like, I don't want to be his therapist either. I'd be like, I would ask him just like because I'll be like, you hate them, don't you? Just, just I mean, because I'll be like, okay, you hate him. I'm like, I understand. I get it. Like you know, and I'm not gonna hate. I, like he has to spend twenty million or something like that. Let me see. Let's see what Elon Musk is uh, worth. net worth is. Okay. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> musk, musket, musket, musknet. Holy sh! Um, wow, he's he's, wow, he's rich. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Twenty point three billion dollars. All right. Wow. No wonder he's <laughs> like, yeah. listen. If I had twenty three, or twenty. Twenty billion dollars? <laughs> of course, I'll tell the fucking SEC to fuck off, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he's so rich, he doesn't have to work. Yes, he, he doesn't have to do any of this stuff. And when you think about it, it's like you kind of have to be like, well, he's doing all these crazy things, this testing, experimenting, and stuff like that. That's pretty fucking amazing. He doesn't have to do any of this, like. Jeff Bezos, he only does one thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, he just sells shit. And it's like, but he's worth way more. But at the same time, Elon Musk is out here experimenting and doing all his other crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. Just amazing. Whew, okay. Um, yeah. I feel you, um, Elon. I, I don't really have, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing, nothing else to add to this. <laughs> like we said, it's going to be a short episode. I, I don't have an anime recommendation for you this week, uh, but I might have one for you next week. Um, so, oh, wait, wait, wait. But what about like the high school, high school one? The thingy? What thingy? Oh, you mean... Um, my, soup, my Hero my Academy? Hero Academia? Academia? Yeah, My Hero Academia 2 Heroes, the movie. Well, it, by the time this comes out, it's be out of theaters. It was only in theaters for a couple of days. You could still say how good it is. It was good. I mean, it was. It, I'm not a fan, obviously, guys. It, but it was, the movie was great. It was good. Uh, there are a lot of plot holes, but 
it's a it's an anime cartoon you're not really going to don't go for it for like this like highbrow um plot twist whatever it's just it's just kind of like i mean there's some plot twists of course but at the same time it's kind of like you've seen it already if you're an anime fan you, you know what i'm talking about but yeah if you get a chance to go see the movie i would say go ahead and see it if you could rent it go right ahead you won't regret it it's um it's a lot of fun if you enjoy the show immensely and i think it would be great you know so I guess that's my recommendation. My Hero Academia, Two Heroes. That's the name of the movie. Uh, but anyway, time to come to a close. Um, you can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not on Spotify yet. We're still working on that. Uh, it's a little tricky, but we'll get there. Um, you you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook as well. Look for Ponder Nerdcast or just Ponder Nerds. Um, check out our top five. Like I said, we'll be coming back this month um, at some point. And um, hope you enjoy the show so far and give us some constructive criticism. We really appreciate it. All right. Okay. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.